Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 35. Can you believe it? Episode 35 of the VC podcast. Ooh, I'm your host 35. for today, Zach. You can hear him already. I'm on uh, Zoom with Luke <laughs> and Jacob. Gentlemen, how are you today? Doing wonderful. Doing good, buddy. Thanks for good. having us. Good. Yeah, I kind of singled you out. And then Holly didn't respond to the text. And that was her way of saying she wasn't going to be appearing on the podcast. Yeah, so she's out. All right. Well, so I shouldn't say that. I don't know that. I haven't seen Holly today, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm assuming she did not want to be on the podcast, though, or was otherwise occupied. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about, uh, as always, we'll talk about last week uh, and this next coming Sunday and a, a few announcements at the end. Let's jump right into it. Last week, we had uh, uh, three sermons. I've been saying that every time now. I don't know why. Uh, called God Provides in Every Circumstance. And uh, you can watch those back at vcbc.org. Uh, but we're going to talk about a discussion question right now that I had pulled up just two seconds ago, and it's gone now. Wait for it. All right. If you're following along on the listening guide, it's going to be discussion question number three. And you guys can't see it, so bear with me here. God spoke words of reassuring peace to Elijah. What is a Bible verse that God has used to reassure you? Why does it give you peace? And then it says, share that word with someone this week. So that's a challenge to all of us. Um, but that boils down to this. What is a Bible verse that gives you peace? Say, Jacob, mine I'll, I'll, is, here, oh, you got it. Yeah, I definitely, I, I want to say this verbatim, but mine is 1 John 5, 4 for sure. And I actually, I think, uh, I think Scott actually alluded to, to that. I believe he spoke to that on, on Sunday uh, in one of the messages that I was listening to in the sanctuary, but, uh, first John five, four, it, it basically says this, it says that, um, that basically we're, we're overcomers, right? Um, because let me go ahead. First John five right here. It says for everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world. Even our faith, who is it that overcomes the world? Only the one who believes that Jesus is the son of God. Many years ago in my life, I'll never forget the, the, the night that this first spoke to me, and it's been in my heart since. But uh, I had come in for off of a Christmas weekend, for those of you that know what Christmas is. And I, I had just become overwhelmed with stuff that night. I feel like Satan was just attacking me from left and right. My parents were fighting, and I, I was just on this spiritual high. And I literally get this card, and I open it up. And it has this, this says, check out 1 John 5, 4. So I opened the Bible up and I read it. And that's what it tells me. And I was like, oh my gosh, I've already beat this. I've already beat this because, because God is in me, because I'm an overcomer because of the victory that I have through Jesus Christ. And so uh, since that time in my life, when I was about 15 or 16 years old, when I read that, that's actually been a verse that, that I can fall back on uh, for, for just about anything that I go through in my life. I dig it. Well, I know for me, you know, Philippians 4, um, 6 and 7 is where I go. And it's, you know, it says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. And the peace that surpasses all understanding will guard your heart and mind with Jesus Christ. And I know, I know, especially during COVID, it's tough for folks. But, you know, last several years I've battled off and on some anxiety and some depression off and on. And I have turned to that as some reassuring words from God to really know that I can take all that to him and he's going to take care of it no matter what. Yeah. I like that. So I want to show you guys this. I don't, 
I think there are many scriptures that you could single out. Even sometimes it gets dangerous because there's a lot of context that I don't quite understand because I didn't go to seminary or anything like that. But um, this is my first Bible. My mom gave it to me when I was whatever years old. It's an NIV. It's beaten up. Uh, it's unfortunately not been read as much as it should, but I think every Bible hasn't been. But for whatever reason, when I was a young child, I wrote Pro- Proverbs 133 on the back cover. And I'm not sure why. And every once in a while, I'll, that'll pop into my brain. And it says, but whoever listens to me will live in safety and be at ease without fear of harm. And uh, that makes me sound like I was like a frightful, battered child. I wasn't. <laughs> I, was, I was very loved and very coddled and all that good stuff. But yeah, Proverbs 133 is where I go for, for comfort. So Amen. That's good. It's not so sure hard. why, but that's great. Uh, as uh, listeners out there, we would love to hear from you. If you want to give us some feedback on that, we'd love to hear your uh, go-to scriptures for when you're feeling uh, w- things that have comforted you and, and what uh, brings you peace that you can share with uh, with others. Let's move on here. Let's talk about this week. Um, it's very simple this week. I don't have a uh, preaching pastor on uh, the Zoom to, uh, to confirm, but I believe the title, or at least the working title, is God Sends Us. And we'll talk about Jonah. Luke, could you confirm we're talking about Jonah, right? Um, we are talking about Jonah. Yeah. Oh, I nice. Say, Jacob, I sorry. Say, yeah, I've, I've had my head buried other places this week. It's so all right. I'm actually, I, I threw I'm, this I'm on actually, you guys. It's all good, buddy. I'm actually, uh, we'll be planning out my Sunday this morning. So we're nice. We're still working on that. All right. Well, okay. So instead of having, cause usually at this point, someone's like, well, I was thinking about this week for the sermon. We'll do this. And then that's a sneak peek for you. Um, what do you, do you have any preliminary thoughts, Luke or Jacob, any, uh, anything you wanted to share about maybe the story of Jonah, anything that's striking to you guys about the story itself? Go ahead, Jacob. I was going to say for me, the thing that strikes me the most about Jonah is the change of Jonah's heart. You know, we see, we see him going from being this guy who, who God calls on and then runs because he doesn't want to do what God wants, but God puts him in a difficult situation and, sees his heart change that has always stuck out to me is when we go through trials and tribulations God's doing something in our lives and so it changes us and if we allow God to do that we can then be back on the path of following him Uh, anytime anytime I hear that that Jonah is going to be talked about or if anyone brings it up I, I immediately assume that all of us are a Jonah at times yes. right uh, I don't know what, you know, you guys' personal life is like all the time or whatever, but I know that in my life, I know what it's like to run from God's will for my life, from what God wants me to be doing. And sometimes he's got to, he's got to put you in the belly of a fish and, and, you know, make, make you go through the hard time to realize that, that, Hey, you know, I want you going this way. I want you doing this. And uh, I think you're hundred percent right, Jake, just that change of heart. Um change of heart and just, just being able to, to come to grips with the, with God's will for your life is essential. And obviously what Jonah's story is about. And that's, I know that personally. So. I will say Jonah always makes me think of the, I mean, as a child, I liked a lot of them, but the only veggie tales movie that I actually really enjoyed and still do is the one about <laughs> Jonah. Yes. Where he's the asparagus guy. And he, he's going to Nineveh and he's like, but they're slapping each other with fishes and all that good stuff. <laughs> um, so that still cracks me up to this day. Uh, but yeah, it's one of those stories. And we use the word stories and a lot of people could maybe mis- misinterpret that. Like it is a, still a story because we've heard it, you know, 
secondhand, sure. if you will, but one of those true events, you know, like it's real, it happened. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where you, you get so used to it. Cause as a child, you're like, Oh, what a cool story. And then you, you know, it's just part of your Bible education or whatever. As an adult, if you really take a minute to think about it, that's such a ridiculously amazing story. Like sure. Unbelievable. You're like, he was in the belly of a giant fish. How is what? <laughs> like that's insane. <laughs> like that me. fish is every fisherman's dream catch. To catch a fish that big. Sure. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. yeah. And then, and, uh, you know, for Jonah, the fish caught him. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, I think there's a, there's a lot to take from that. And I'm excited to see um, the sermons this week about how God sends us, because that's ultimately the, the story of Jonah is that God sent him to do something important and how that kind of uh, panned out. So let's, uh, let's see what, what the mystery unfolds, you know. On this Sunday, I could have probably said that better. The mystery unfolds this Sunday. There you go. There we go. Yes. All right. Salvage that. Let's move on to a few announcements, guys. Anything? Any final thoughts on that before we move on? Uh, no, I think think we're good. I actually was just trying to run through some announcements in my head. I feel like there's so much coming. There is a lot coming up. And so, what I want to say first is that anyone listening to this, please go to vcbc.org. Check out the announcement tab. It's actually the welcome tab, the announcement page. Um, but it's right up there at the front. Uh, a few I do want to focus on. Jacob, I'm going to throw this to you if you don't mind. The turkey chase okay. is coming up this Sunday, right? Yes, the turkey Sunday. chase is coming this Sunday. Be here at church at 5 o'clock. Um, we want families to sign up to do this. We don't want just individuals because we want to get the whole family involved. And with everything going on, we want families to have something fun to go do together. It'll be a great time. It's going to be you don't have to be the best at figuring out clues because the clues literally tell you what you need to do. Like one of them, it says, take a picture by a blue door. So just go take a picture by a blue door. Anybody can do this. This will be fun. And there will be a surprise award coming out that nobody knows about yet. I'm still figuring out what the surprise is. It's going to be a surprise to me as well. A live turkey. Oh, so I it's mean, like, I it's thought like about that, that but – I mean, I don't know if Scott wants a Pastor Scott wants a turkey running around the church here. So oh, it's like that episode of The Office where Steve Carell's <laughs> trying to he's trying to get a, a something a surprise for the all their associates by the end of the day, and he doesn't yes. know what the surprise is yet because he made a horrible decision on the insurance. Yeah, I yeah. got you. Yeah, it, it'll show up. It'll show up, but it'll be great. I guarantee you, it'll be great. Could you put Have a leash on a turkey? Yes, yeah, we could. Yeah, we could. I would say put a leash on a turkey would be great, but I don't want that as, as long a as you know, in a humane way, you know. Yeah, not like we're not abusing the turkey. I don't you know if you want to put those... a leash, but put one of those vests. Yeah, on. yeah like harness. a harness. Yeah, it's yeah, harness. Safe. What were you going to say, Luke? I was just going to say uh, I did tell Jacob the other day. My children are not youth yet, but one of them will be next year. So I went on and signed up for it just because we are so excited to cram our vehicle full of people and just go do this. So um, we're going to have a blast with our kids and nice. a couple of extra kids to, to get. This yeah. I saw you to. got like a whole like yes, passenger yeah. van full of your, there's like, things. there's like five like kids seven. coming. Yeah. There's like seven, seven of y'all in that vehicle. <laughs> yep. Five nice. kids and Nicole and I, yes, we're excited about it. All right. So that is going on. Jacob, is there still time to sign up or is that necessary? Yes, this is something, yeah. even if you, even the day of sign up the day of, show up because we will make sure there's a way to fit you in. Very cool. Now, if you are a student and you need a team to be put on, 
you need to contact me ASAP because I've got a couple of people who said they would be willing to take one or two students, but I don't have a lot of spaces left. Okay. You heard it here, folks. This is a, you know, clock's ticking. Get those, right. uh, get those registrations in. All right. We are also smack dab in the middle of OCC collection week. And I just want to bring a few things uh, to your attention as a listener about OCC. Uh, one is that uh, you can still probably, if they wouldn't mind me extra hands, volunteer to help at South Wilson during this next uh, next little bit. I think they're collecting until um, Monday. That sounds about right. Uh, this full yes. schedule is on the website, folks. And then as well, you can still pack a shoebox virtually online. So that's a very cool thing you can do. That's also available on the ministry page uh, for OCC. So. Just want to bring those to your attention. Also, we have a few things coming up that we need our church family to sign up for. Uh, you guys can interject at any time, share your thoughts on this. But we have the Soup Supper coming up two different nights, the 6th and the 9th of December. Let me make sure that's right. That yes. is correct. Yes, and you can, correct. Those spots, I was kind of actually a little surprised to find out. Those spots are going quickly. Uh, I think we have 10 spots left for the first night and a few more for the second night. So uh, if you would like to... to reserve a seat at the soup supper, uh, do so quickly. Cause uh, I don't know that we could do a third or fourth night. And, uh, as always, we're still hoping that that can go down, but if, uh, the, the health department shuts us down or the, you know, if things go weird with, with COVID, we want to make sure people are very safe. That's ultimately our goal here. And, uh, you know, unfortunately soup supper as fun as it is, and as great of a, as a, an opportunity to fellowship as it is, uh, we would hate to risk anybody by just serving soup. So uh, that's coming up. We also have uh, an amazing thing. Luke, maybe you want to chat about this just a little bit. We have our uh, Light of the World Valley Creek Christmas experience coming up. Yes, without giving out too many details, uh, I am. I hit a point where, yes, it is. Uh, Zach, I, I'm so ready for you to be back in the office, my friend, <laughs> but, but um, I'm so excited about this video. It's unreal. Uh, I was really nervous uh, about doing it up until, but but we've, we've got a whole new experience this year. I know uh, we can even look back on Easter this year. We had to think outside the box to get a, a, a good Friday service in, and we ended up, I personally think, I loved it. I thought we did a great job with that. I was excited to share that experience with everybody. This is, this is going to be a next level experience. Um, so, uh, again, something else that, that our church family can go online and sign up for bcbc.org, click on the tab, sign up for that. Uh, we want you guys to be a part of it. It's, it's going to be an interactive experience. Um, I don't want to give out too many details because I want, I kind of would like everybody that can to be surprised by it. Uh, I know that there is a ton of work going on behind the scenes between all of us, all hands on deck type thing. Uh, a lot of video work, a lot of editing will be going on here shortly uh, in the next couple of weeks. A lot of uh, audio recording, just uh, the kids have been involved. I mean, it's it's going to be a blast. It's really coming together well. Um, and Zach, buddy, jump out of quarantine ASAP. Let's get yeah. to, let's get this thing. <laughs> I'll be back Monday officially. Can we can we at least share with him the process? Do you think that'd be all right? Um, yeah, yeah. Why don't you? Because I, I don't want to say too much. I, I I'll talk too much. Okay, so let, let's do bare bones minimum here. What you okay. can find on the website is that there is a sign up. Uh, what that means is that when you sign up, we, you, we will either deliver one to you if you feel like that's not uh, a safe thing for you to do to pick one up, or you can pick it up at either campus. 
um, and we will have those available starting uh, December 6th, I believe. Uh, don't quote us on that one, though. So it's, it, there's a lot of work that's gone into this. And what this is, you're actually going to receive a box for your household. And we say household because that's going to be whoever you're going to be with uh, Christmas Eve or, or beyond that. You can do this at any time, Christmas Eve day or beyond. You will take that box. It will be unopened. Don't cheat on this one. Don't open the box until December 24th or later. You sit down with your household and you go back to vcbc.org and there will be a video for you to watch. And the video, which I'm not going to tell you a lot about, as Luke pointed out, is going to walk you through opening that box. It's not going to be an instruction video necessarily. Like first, you open the top. That's not what we're talking about. It's a full experience. And honestly, it's one of those things I don't think I could explain if I, if I tried. Uh, but that's basically the process. You sign up. Uh, we get you a box. You wait until December 24th or later, and then you open that box while you watch the video. Uh, and it's going to be really cool. Um, also another cool thing, if you sign up early, we are going to get back to you and you might actually get a chance to participate and be in the video. So sign up sooner rather than later. And that's all I'll say about that. That's good. Whew, I'm out of breath. Wow. All right. That was a lot. Yeah, it was a lot. I talk a little too much on these things. It's kind of how I just... I miss you guys, you know, so I got <laughs> to so, so, talk so a together, We yeah, miss you too, buddy. Yeah. So when oh, we're together, thanks. even in this capacity, I just feel the need that we, we all see to talk. But I do have to say, I'm, uh, again, I'm, I'm very, very excited. This thing is panning out really well. It's going to be such a unique experience uh, for our church family. Um, even Nicole, Nicole will keep asking about it. And, and then she goes back to, well, well, don't tell me, never mind. I don't want to ruin it. You know, it's just... You know, just there's just I'm so excited for it. Uh, uh, I'm really looking forward to sharing the experience with our church family. It's going to be cool. I do want to make a uh, a quick note about the the podcast. One, I fully acknowledge that the first week, which this might be a repeat this week, I haven't kept good track of time. We said let's just we feel like we're a little bit over, and then when we checked the timestamp, it was like a 35 minute podcast. So so sorry about that for keeping everyone and then also for having our, our uh, you know, our listener base listen to that that much. But uh, uh, moving on. Oh, that's OK. Here we go. This is my brain on quarantine, guys. Uh, speaking to uh, uh, Jonas, who will be uh, speaking here on the. Uh, December gosh, 6th. Old, the sixth. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we are doing a few things. He'll be. Uh, sharing just a few preliminary things with the church family as we kind of lead up to that date, seeing as we can't have meet and greets and things like that. Um, but I know he and his family are very excited about this opportunity, but he kind of added as a footnote, as kind of a side note, Hey, if, uh, if all this goes well and as planned and I'm called, uh, I'm down for the podcast. And I was like, Oh man, all I'm right. ready. Come on, Jonas. So, Come on, Jonas. <laughs> I just thought that was really fun, but yes, oh, I'm also excited go. about that. I, I was just going to say, I'm, I'm also I'm excited about that. It was great to meet them. I'm looking forward to hearing his heart and just uh, kind of getting to see his preaching style and all that, all that stuff that, you know, we just get excited about uh, on December 6th. I'm excited for that. All right. We're going long, guys. I apologize for that, but it has been a good episode. Uh, let's move on to just a little goofy stuff here at the end. Here is a section I like to call, did anything interesting happen to you this week? Jacob, my man, go because uh, oh, I got I'm, you. Oh, well, okay. The interesting thing for me was there's a segment of the Christmas video that we filmed this past week, 
and it involved <laughs> some animals and some children interacting. And it's all I can, as far as I can go, but just watching the interaction of the children with the animals, just, just, it was, it was a funny time and an enjoyable time. Yeah. And no animals or children were harmed in the filming of that. <laughs> That's good. I'll say my interesting thing for this week, I have taken into the only really, because I like to go to the gym, uh, except don't quote me on that because Luke also goes to the gym I go to and he hasn't seen me there in a long time. But uh, the point of it being, I felt inspired to uh, get some exercise while in quarantine. And really, the only thing you can do is go for a long walk because you're away from other people. And I took a long walk down Locust Grove Road uh, which those who go to our Springfield campus will know the location, but it's not a great walking road. Uh, but I had a few people kind of, Hey, I saw you on the road. You kind of looked sketchy out there. And then I had uh, an older gentleman stop his truck and ask if I was going far, like, do I need a ride? And I was like, I'm just, it's out here walking, man, just <laughs> getting some exercise. So yeah, that was a fun couple of days. I don't know how much I'll do that, but that was an interesting development. Well, I would have to say my interesting thing definitely involves uh, my wife and family. It's been interesting because she uh, has been in quarantine. Uh, she was she was exposed to COVID, um, uh, so we we have officially been affected by it. Uh, she was exposed and tested negative, so that was a great you know that was great and. Uh, so she's still been in the house and she's excited to bust out Saturday morning. So, all right. Um, so she'll be out this Saturday. Uh, to bust out Saturday. I'm sorry to hear that, but also kind of envious of <laughs> the timeline. <laughs> Just a lot of, a lot of twists of fate kind of kept me in quarantine for upwards of three weeks here. It's been a long, a long I haul. Have, so I feel like I haven't seen you forever, my man. It was this. It was. It, we're we almost were talking earlier. I feel like I came on staff and was here for like two days, and then Zach yeah. ran like, ran away and hit himself off. It was exactly. the the day before. The yeah. day before Halloween. <laughs> I have not been out in a social capacity since before Halloween. So, but oh, man, I want to say sad. that. Wow. I am just a twenty-something schmuck who is just like, man, I miss seeing the people I work with, like. That's not that big a deal. There's so much in the in the world right now with people who can't make it out, people who have health concerns, and I really feel for them because I'm going to be fine. I got a great you know support system, and I got dogs here keeping me company, but it uh, really makes me feel for those who are alone at this point. So definitely want to be praying for those. I want to encourage listeners out there, not, not to make this a big point, uh, but if you know someone who's been cooped up, locked up, uh, can't get out much, check in on them, see how they're doing, give them a call, give them a FaceTime, jump on Zoom. Anyway, public service announcement over. Here's my last fun question for the podcast. We'll end on a high note, right? Quick, rapid fire, or as slowly as you want. Doesn't matter at this point. You guys seem on board with it. Uh, what is your favorite and, here's the kicker, least favorite Thanksgiving food item? My favorite is my granny's cornbread stuffing. Ooh. There's nothing better than, than a big old pan of that to be eaten on. But my least favorite would probably have to be green peas. Hmm. Green peas, buddy. No. We can't be friends. We can't be friends. <laughs> I love peas. Are there so, different types of peas? You just mean peas, right? Just yeah. Sure. Just, well, there's purple peas, whole peas. And, you know, oh, okay. Yeah. English peas. I mean, there's all kind of, I just the green ones that come in the can that say sweet peas. Yeah. 
Oh, I love those sweet are, peas. Oh, sweet peas are so good. I mean, I'll eat them. <laughs> Trust me, I will eat them, but they're not my favorite. I think they're the one food item that I prefer out of a can versus fresh. I'm not a big fan of fresh peas. I would have to agree with that. I would have to say my favorite would be um, – oh, that's a tough one. I love Thanksgiving, but I love my aunt's dressing. She does this dressing with uh, this gravy. Oh, it's so good. And my least <laughs> – I've never had it. <laughs> I've never had it, but it always makes me want to vomit <laughs> when I see the cranberry sauce like plop out of a can. Mm-hmm. It, it just grosses me out so hey, bad. Don't, don't knock out. it until you try it. That jelly cranberry sauce is not I'm bad. Out. No, I'm out. I can't do it. I can't do it, man. My favorite one, I love gravy on anything, and Taylor thinks that's hilarious. Uh, but I will say my favorite food for Thanksgiving has to be green bean casserole. Not because it's amazing, but because for so long, for whatever reason, just who we were eating with, they didn't prepare it or or whatever. We did not do green bean casserole for Thanksgiving. And then all of a sudden it was one year. I think it was just, we didn't get to make it to the big family thing. So my mom just made a smaller dinner. I was like, how can we never do green bean casserole? And she did. And it was amazing. So what is a green bean casserole? I think it's literally just green beans and like cream of mushroom soup or something like that. It's oh, really not I mean, complicated. And then the yeah. crunchy, French yeah, onion crunchy onions. onions. Yeah. Um, and I'm completely blanking on the one thing I don't like. Um, I had it up here. Hold on. Thanksgiving food. I had a very specific where I was like, no, I'm out on that one. Here it is. I had Google it. This is not a, a trick or anything. I just, my brain is not working for me today. All right, let us let us see here. Can I? Mm-hmm. I'll take that a step yeah. further while you're looking at that. Absolutely. I'm. I'm. I love fried turkey, deep fried turkey. Yeah. But I'm. I'm the weird person that likes ham more than turkey on Thanksgiving. Oh, really? Yes. I, I, if someone was like, "Should we have ham or, or turkey on Thanksgiving?" I would definitely say, "Honey baked ham, bro." Hmm. I could get on board with that, but for Ooh, me, if we're going turkey, it. mine is specifically dark meat turkey. Hmm. I'm not. I don't like the the white See, meat. I, I, dark I like meat. it all as long as it's like drowned in gravy. So the big thing <laughs> I, I remember. <laughs> if you drown anything in gravy, I could eat that. Probably. I remember now why I couldn't remember it's because I've blocked it out of my head. Is how much I dislike this dish. I'm not a big fan of yams. Oh come on now! I'm not a yam I'm, guy. I've never had it. No. I can stomach them. Yams. They're not that bad, but it's almost like I just don't understand why they're there. Uh, they that had being yams. Said, they had yams with uh, with all the pumpkin pie filling the other day. I don't even know what yams are. In the heat of the moment, I bet I bet some end up on my plate at Thanksgiving. But uh, <laughs> I will now. Uh, they're not my favorite. That, not, but, not yams. But, but yams are like they're kind of similar to sweet potatoes. Yeah, well, when, I'll, I'll well, say that. But. When I get off here, I'll send you one of my favorite songs by Haywood Banks. It's called Yams. So <laughs> Sounds good. All right, guys. Well, we'll call that a podcast. Sorry, it's been, I think it's literally been half an hour, but it was awesome. <laughs> Listeners, uh, I don't think I said this at the beginning. Consider this just your midweek check-in. We're glad to be with you, whatever you're doing here. Uh, just glad to be in your headphones or on your stereo or whatever you're doing. We're glad to be there with you. We'd love to see you this Sunday whether that's virtually through the live stream or in person at Springfield Road or South Wilson. Uh, Jacob, if you don't mind, would you pray for us to end the podcast today? I sure will. 
Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this day. We thank you for the time to get together and just to check in on one another. God, may we be conscious of that this week as uh, we start approaching the holiday season, especially with Thanksgiving. We check in on those around us and just love on those that that need the extra touch of, of somebody in their lives. God, may you just provide those for us and just keep us safe and bring us back together whenever the time is right. In your name I pray. Amen.